This is the Morning Sports Desk for Wednesday, November 16th. Hello, how we all doing on this Wednesday, the 16th of November, and again, no Corey, so we're flying solo today, but there's still a whole lot of stuff we can talk about in the realm of Minnesota sports. The Wild lost yesterday 2-1. to one. Uh, It's been pretty rough sledding for them. I'm going to be quite honest. The goal scoring has been down uh, over the last couple weeks. Not ideal. Uh, I'm not an elite hockey mind, so I can't break down uh, all the intricacies of what's wrong with them, what they need to do. All I'm going to say is they need to score goals, and they need to prevent other people from scoring goals as well. Real insight uh, here for me this morning. Uh, That's my take on the Wild. My quick take on the Wolves is... They're having another, they had a get right game against Cleveland on Sunday night because they were playing the Cavaliers without their best player in Donovan Mitchell. So it was pretty easy that they were going to win in that game, but they were able to get a win. Like, it doesn't matter. They got a win. They got they got a much-needed W. And now they have another chance to get a much-needed W tonight against the Orlando Magic. Now, the Wolves always play the Magic a little weird, uh, but... They still need to get this win. This is still an important one to get to 7-8. and eight. There are two games below 500, not at all where they thought they would be at this point in the year. Maybe those losses were a wake-up call to, to get them to play a little harder. Maybe they're, maybe we overhyped the Wolves coming into this season. I don't know. Whatever, whatever statement you have about the team. The point is, is they need to get a win tonight in the worst way against Orlando, just to get, just to get a little more breathing room. And, and again, in the NBA, there's a lot of tough games on the schedule, but there's a whole lot of winnable games as well. And those tough games, a lot of times, are 50-50 toss-up games. You don't know if you're going to win or lose them, but if you can clean up on the gimme games, it makes it a whole lot better. And that we'll we'll see if the Wolves can do that against the Magic tonight. If they don't, once again, we're going to be. Not very happy tomorrow on the on the morning sports desk. So just keep that in mind if you're watching the Wolves game tonight. Uh, they need to win in the worst way uh, to to just keep their their season back on track. Saw a nice game from D'Angelo Russell on Sunday, uh, which was nice to see. Uh, he's been taking some good shots, but ultimately just hasn't. He's been ice cold, like deloading. That's his nickname. Ice in his veins, like they say that. Uh, he's ice in his shot because that thing has been cold. All season long, he had a great game, uh, 30 points kind of up in that region, uh, led the Wolves in scoring against Cleveland on Sunday night, but they're going to need more from him uh, tonight. The thing with D'Angelo Russell is it's not that he's incapable of being a good player or that he's not a good player. He can be, and he is. But you don't see it dang near enough. And it was the thing with Andrew Wiggins as well, where it's like, this guy's a really good player. How come we're not seeing more? of this performance, and then Golden State was able to get it out of him when he's the fourth best player on the team, whereas in Minnesota he's expected to be a one or two guy. Whatever, that's a whole different conversation. Point is, D'Angelo Russell is very inconsistent, so because we got one good game, I'm not going to hold my breath and say that D'Angelo Russell is all of a sudden going to be back to being as good of a player as he was last year for the Wolves. I'm just going to need to see more than one good game. So... We'll see what happens, although it's a positive step for D'Angelo Russell. So I'm just being cautiously optimistic or maybe cautiously pessimistic. I don't know, however way you want to look at that. But anyway, uh, the Vikings getting ready to take on the Dallas Cowboys. On the injury front, it seems like Christian Derrissaw and uh, Caleb Evans are in the concussion protocol, and it doesn't 
say it doesn't say for certain as we look at these injury reports if they're going to play yet for Sunday. Now there's still it's only Wednesday. There's still a whole bunch of time uh, before the ne- before their next matchup before uh, we even know if they're going to play or not. But Christian Darrisaw is going to be much needed for the Minnesota Vikings on Sunday against a very tough Dallas Cowboy pass rush. So if they're going to want to win that game, my if, if we have to have Blake Brandell starting at left tackle again. He did great in the limited action he had against Buffalo. But if you're going to play him for a whole game, Dallas is just going to send Micah Parsons, the best defensive edge rusher in the league, he's going to send him after the Vikings all game long. So I'd rather have Christian Derrissaw and Brian O'Neill try and take on Parsons than Brian O'Neill and Blake Brandle, which means they're just going to have Parsons go after Brandle all game because he's the weaker of the two. Offensive lines, even though the Vikings have two great tackles in Derrissaw and O'Neal, and then they also have uh, Ezra Cleveland, their left guard, the center and the right guard positions of Garrett Bradbury and Ed Ingram are so bad that they can sometimes bring down the rest of the offensive line. Now, I know the Vikings are 8-1, so they're not a train wreck, but your offensive line is really only as good as your worst one. Because everybody attacks the worst one. If your worst offensive lineman just lets a pass rusher get by him every single time, well, it doesn't matter that your left and right tackles are studs and not letting anybody get past them because there was still a guy who got right to the quarterback. So offensive lines are the hardest thing to do in football. That's why everybody says, how come the Vikings can't build an offensive line? It's not just the Vikings. It's hard for every team to build an offensive line in the NFL, especially when... uh, in a salary cap league where you got to pay everybody a lot of money. And also you don't have any practice time in the NFL. They really don't do any contact practices. Most of their practices are just them walking through the game plan. They're not beating up on each other uh, in practice, which is good for a health standpoint, but for getting an offensive lineman who needs to be physical, who needs to work on his hands and feet at full speed, full contact, you just don't get a ton of those reps in training camp anymore in preseason and throughout the season in practice, which is why some, again, like the, the quality of offensive line feels like it's gone down across the league in recent years. It also might have something to do with the pass rushers in the NFL, just being freak defensive athletes. So it's a little bit of both. That's my long-winded way of saying uh, we really need Christian Derrissaw to play in this game uh, at all possible. The Dallas Cowboys have a really, really great defense and an okay offense. So let's see let's see what they can do. We'll talk more about all this stuff as we get more information and we get closer to game day. But we do need to talk a little bit about some Twins news. And let's see if I have the clip pulled up right here. Uh going to take a second and just make sure we have everything pulled up the way we need to. So, so let's see. I'm waiting to see if this video will load for me. Okay, so I think I found the video I need to play. And here's the clip of Channel 5 Eyewitness News' Darren Doogie Wolfson uh, for on the Mackie and Judd podcast uh, from Hubbard. Uh, broadcasting. Here is what he had to say about a certain Twins potential signing in Carlos Correa. Make him a very nice offer. In fact, I was told this week that they are pushing for closure sooner rather than later. Now, they can push all they want. If his representation isn't willing to push back, it doesn't matter. So it's entirely possible this thing stretches 
into January. Yep. But I'm told the Twins would like closure soon. They are going to make the richest offer in team history. So right now, that is what? Joe Maurer, eight years, $184 million. Now, to re-sign Carlos Correa, it's going to take a seven, eight, or nine-year deal for somewhere in the vicinity of $265 to $300 million, maybe more. So if they merely offer 185 or 190, yes, I guess we note it, but that would be like offering Torrey Hunter back in the day what the Twins did when the Angels offered 40 million more, right? Like, so there's a little bit of uh, some Carlos Correa news that you didn't think you were getting. Now, Carlos Correa coming back to the Twins is still unlikely. There's a lot of teams inquiring about his services like the Cubs, the Giants, the Dodgers. There's a whole bunch of teams in that mix. Uh, and then there's free agents as well in Dansby Swanson, Xander Bogarts, uh, in the shortstop market, Trey Turner. So there's a whole lot of different shortstops, and which means that they're all going to, nobody wants to be the first one to get paid because there's going to be one guy who wants to get paid. And then the next guy is going to want to make more money than that guy. And the next guy is going to want to make more money after that. So it's not quite clear when Carlos Correa signs a deal. And, and like he said there in that clip, it could be into next year. We don't know. Major League Baseball free agency is not structured very well. So these free agent negotiations can just drag on and on and on. Um, but it's a, it, I, I think it's a good step for the Twins. Now, this take it with a grain of salt, but them willing to offer Carlos Correa the richest contract in team history, how much is that exactly? How many years is that? How much is it per year? Uh, uh, he mentioned in the uh, later in the clip that the Twins maybe would have to do a bunch of opt-outs again, like they did with Carlos Correa's first contract, maybe not every season, but give him a couple throughout the portion of five to seven years. Either way, Carlos Correa coming back to Minnesota is a must for this team. I I mean, they have so much money to spend. I know it's I know they could spend as much money as they want. There's no stopping the Twins from spending all of their money on free agents. It just doesn't quite work that way, but the Twins have so much payroll because they were giving a lot of their payroll to Carlos Correa last season. So just give it right back to him, and then you're you're back to where you started, and you can still sign a free agent or two. You'll still have that flexibility if you're the Minnesota Twins. I loved Carlos Correa here. I know last season wasn't his best, but all in all, when you compile up all the stats at the end of the year, he still had a solid season. And even if you think he had a down season, which he did, it wasn't it was good, but not great by Carlos Correa's standards. By, it was an average to above average season for Carlos Correa. It's an average to below average season, which means that there's a good chance he bounces back and becomes awesome Carlos Correa for the entirety of next season. He was about prime Carlos Correa for maybe half of last season. So he's going to bounce back. It might as well be with the Twins. You don't have anybody else you're committing this money to. Sign Carlos Correa. The Twins are unveiling new uniforms on Friday at the Mall of America. And, I mean, if Carlos Correa sees those and says, hey, got some fresh unis, want to put myself in one of those uh, for the Minnesota Twins. I, I don't know. Resign Carlos Correa. Come, come on, Twins. What are you scared of? Let's do it. Put all your chips into the table. Pay them all the monies. All the monies. This has been the Morning Sports Desk for Wednesday, November 16th. 
Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa. With over 50 years of sports betting experience, Fred is known in the UK for three things. Customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF.